Welcome to the Flight House Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Russell, and in this podcast, I coach Maria through the process of being a Catholic creative. Together, we journey through the principles of inspiration, routine, deep work, joy, and so much more. Come create with us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for all the beautiful and wonderful things you're doing in both our lives. Thank you for bringing the Wagner family all back together again. And thank you for helping, um, helping me to be able to show up today. And even though I wasn't feeling very well, and please just bring the fruit from this session that you wish to see in our lives and in the lives of anyone listening. Amen. Amen. All right. Like, even if you're not feeling a hundred percent, like you're like at least able to be here. That's awesome. Yeah, I was, um, I'm feeling like pretty well. I just, I'm kind of pale because I just like woke up and slept weird last night. I woke up at 5 a.m. and didn't, I don't know, I think I fell back asleep around 8 or 8.30. And then I just slept till like 15 minutes, like, until like 15 minutes ago. And then I got <laughs> up and got dressed. I was like, all right, <laughs> got my ginger tea and now I'm, I'm ready. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I get this weird feeling sometimes in the middle of the night where like I just can't breathe. And um, mm-hmm. so and I don't know if it's panic related or um, I just don't know like, if it's anxiety related, you know, or if it's something that's like actually like a vitamin deficiency or something in the room. So trying to solve that one. Or just nerves, right? Just nerves, you say? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I mean by anxiety, just something that's like, maybe like my brain just like thinks it can't breathe, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I don't know. And so, yeah, working through all that. So uh, it's probably a combination of the multiple things. Um, okay, so you have a painting. I do. That is complete. It is, I've, it took so long, but I'm so excited and I'm so yeah, Can you yeah. show me? I mean, I know I already saw it, but I'd love to see it like in real time too. Sure. Yeah, I, I can go get the, the book. Um, yeah. Show you a picture. I'll be right back. Okay. So first of all, this is like the planning session, or like the planning that went into it. That is fantastic. Like, wow. Be, yeah, like, I can't really read it, but it's yeah. Um, Can you like, send me pictures of that? Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I sent them to you, but it's been a while. But I will. I will. Mm-hmm. I will for sure. Um, yeah, just a bunch of things. And then this is the painting. Wow. I love it. So in the chat, you somebody, you or somebody had circled one of the petals. What was the reason for that? Oh, the reason. Wait, the petals. Oh, look, wait, it's over here. The reason um, is real No, it's the other side. It was the, the one that tips up. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. This around here, right? Yeah. Yeah, so the reason is that around here in real life, it just looks like a bunch of green. Like, it doesn't really have any texture or or blobs. Like, it's, oh. I basically corrected the color and I kind of painted over it. And then I didn't add any details to make it look like a leaf. Yeah. So it's just a spot right there. But, I mean, you can't tell... I can't tell because even you had circled it and I still didn't notice that. So yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's something that I will do some other time. I don't know. 
if I ever remember to do it. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow, I'm so proud of you. She paints too. And she was like, you know what you could do? You could use white. Like you could, instead of doing darker details, you could use, um, she, she paints with watercolor as well. But then she adds like a few, like really white or light, uh, like shading or light, mm -hmm. like parts with, um, with like a, like a, like a color pencil, like a white color pencil. Yeah. Interesting. Pencils that are kind of like watercolor -y as well. Like, so she's like, you could do that too. And I'm like, oh, maybe. So you know, my sister said something interesting. Might work. Yeah. Yeah. My sister said something interesting the other day. She said that, um, you know, she pretty much just does colored pencils. Mm -hmm. And she was one, like, there's this part of her that, like, wants to, wants that to be taken, like, more seriously. Like, she's just kind of, like, wondering, like, will colored pencils be, like, a medium that's taken seriously? And I was just wondering if you had any insights on that. I find it really difficult. Like I, 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 I should because it, it's. I find watercolor pretty easy to use, and then also like dark black and white pencil. I, yeah. I think that, that one's great. But but to be able to blend the colors like with with color pencils, right? Like because you. I mean, it's it's kind of difficult. Like you you can't blend things as much. I mean, I I've never had you know, professional or like better color pencils are the ones I have in school. Um, yeah. My attempt at doing color pencils was, wait, where'd it go? Somewhere around here. This. Okay, nice. So, yeah, like, that was the The shading and, and it's, it's, it's pretty challenging. Like, well, I find it really challenging. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it should be taken seriously. I'm going to show you yeah, it depends on what you're drawing right because if like, it's not the same to doodle or to do like well in general like it doesn't matter what medium you use right because I use my like watercolors from school from when I was a child <laughs> um but I mean some children are super talented but most children wouldn't be able to paint that so yeah taken seriously so then it's like you know because it's associated with children some people might not take it seriously but it's you know, that's, there's even, you know, paint is also used with children. It's just that it's, it, it's always going to look different when children are doing it because they're learning. So yeah. like, you know, hand painting and, um, and crayon too, like, you know, wax pastels are basically just burn up crayons, you know, yeah, they're beautiful. like you can make amazing, beautiful things with crayons and it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm just like painting like a child. Right. I mean, wait, there we go. I used crayons the first day. Here. That's beautiful. I made that with yeah. crayons. So like yeah, I've always liked crayons, like Crayola. I just yeah, it's it's just it's it's soft and you can like blend and it. it's yeah. it's good. Yeah. yeah, and then just real quick, I sh I sent you um one of her best colored pencils. You know, she's still young, but um, I think like there's something about like the fabric of the king that he's wearing that like just looks very real when she does it that's amazing how does she do that <laughs> yeah so she's just i mean like i couldn't do i'm not a fine artist in, in that kind of sense like i couldn't do that no yeah. that's incredible like it, it's yeah it should really take you take it seriously like you can do amazing things and she's proving it yeah yeah and i think there was somebody i was just as a last point somebody i was reading about recently who was like does all of his art projects with toothpicks. 
And he literally has like a full-time job where he makes little like models of things out of toothpicks. And it uh, looks like from a distance, it doesn't look like it's made out of toothpicks, right? Yeah. Um, and even close up, it's still gorgeous. And so I think that there's, you know, we are, we've been given an amazing ability to create what we want and with how we want, right? And there's just some mediums that are more accepted and some that are more experimental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Like, okay. So, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, sometimes we, we believe that idea that, you know, like beauty is completely relative and it's completely in the eye of the beholder. And like, because yeah, like some people like certain things and others like certain things, yeah. but I really do believe that deep down, like beauty is transcendental and it's objective. So like yeah. if something is really beautiful, it doesn't matter what you made it out of, it's going to be beautiful and it's going to have some truth to it and people are going to feel inspired by it. If I think that's true. Yeah. So to segue that into produ- into promoting, right? Yeah. We we can't promote our things if we think that they're not going to be accepted, if we think that they're just going to be childish, right? Mm-hmm. Or just seen as like, you know, oh, that's just her hobby. It's like, well, we have to take ourselves seriously in order to be able to promote ourselves seriously, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and to let that beauty speak for itself too. I think that's the other thing is that sometimes we're tempted to just like, to explain our art and try to like give explanations for like why we did what we did and everything before people have actually been exposed to that beauty and had a chance to connect with it. Yeah. So uh, correct me if I did not have you do this before. I maybe I could be mixing it up with someone else, but have you made a list of people that like you found in your field? Did I have you do that at one point? Okay. I don't know if you have, but if you ask. That's fine didn't do it <laughs> I just couldn't remember I was like I was fine either way I just I was like I don't remember if I had her do this or not so part of your homework is to go through and find 10 people who are in line with your final dream okay um so whether that's like people who build tiny houses people who are in ministry and like especially maybe like a creative type of ministry um where they fulfill people's needs. Um, so people who would connect in some way with your mission. Mm-hmm. And I apologize if there's construction sounds in the background. <laughs> okay, they're renovating our hallway. Um, apartment hallway, so I don't have to go out there, which is nice. Yeah, so once you've gotten that list together, um, I'm going to change it, uh, find 15 of these people because then narrow down the list to 10 that like really jump out as being, um, people who'd be interested in hearing about what you're doing and see if they have magazines or blogs or podcasts, see if they have some way of like talking about their work so that they might be interested in hearing about your work and talking to you about it. Or, and so the other thing too, is for you to write a blog post about it. Um, Basically a press release about your journey here of creating and learning with me and doing all these things to raise awareness for your final dream. Okay, okay, that's a lot. It is a lot, so. (laughs) Uh, So I've got 15 people um, that need to be somewhat related to my dream and then find out 10 of those who would be interested in um, basically collaborating 
promoting? So not quite collaborating, but who would be in, who are looking for inspirational stories to share with their audiences. Okay. And some of these people might even be, you could even go as broadly as um, like um, Hispanic women changing the world or something like that, where it's like some kind of, it's more general, but they're, they're interested in hearing like how you want to change the world or Catholic women who are changing the world, right? Um, and so then it's just like the demographic fits, but then the, um, they may not normally like feature people who are doing fine art or wanting to build houses, right? But that's that's part of the fun because you'd be a varied member um, okay. reaching out to them, yeah. So you're not looking to collaborate right now in the sense that you're not looking to um, offer them anything other than the inspiration of what you're working on, which is enough. It's just that you have to find the people who are gonna respond to that. Um, but this whole list is very important. So go as narrow as possible and let yourself, like after you've kind of like felt like you've really found all those people, let yourself go a little bit more generic to finish the list. Um, but the more specific it is to your cause, the less likely they're gonna be to want to hear this kind of thing. But the more that what you're, what you're doing is actually going to be something that they're interested in. So if you get a little stuck on like, should I reach out to these people or not, reach out to me and we'll like figure it out just because there's going to be some people who they don't have like a blog, right, that they, that they're going to like normally have you featured on, but they're also not going to want to miss the opportunity to talk about you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Because basically the more niche you get, the more, the less people there are who are working in that field, right? So the people who are actually wanting to be in that field and actually have a passion for it, want to connect with the people who have a passion. It's just gonna look a little bit different than the people who are just helping raise awareness of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So any questions on this? I know it's kind of general. It's, it's a lot of information. Yeah. Okay, so I would, come up to them and ask or like tell them about what I'm doing and uh like would I need to have the gallery like the online gallery set up and all, all that um because I'm still working at that like what's that the question is um what do I have to bring to them or like how much do I have to have done to be able to bring to them? Because right now I feel like I don't have that much. Um, I mean, I have a painting and it's great, but I don't have the gallery to like showcase it uh, yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, where, how far are you along with the gallery? So um, I need to upload the content. Um, I'm still working on the like about page like the, the about me slash well about us like my sister and myself like I'm doing it together with her um the first like the, the home page is is ready um it even has the links to the other pages that are still empty but at least that one's done and like for the gallery I need to write the text in that one too um so okay so at this point 
yeah, just to, just to remind you, you have two things more than the painting. You have a group that you started where you are sharing what you're working on and you have the podcast, which is something you can direct people to, to listen and to know of your existence. True. Yeah. So the other thing too, is that um, as you're working on writing up this, as you're working on writing the blog or, or the emails to people to explain what you're up to, the about page is just going to write itself. You're just, it's going to be a back and forth thing of like, yeah. oh, I should put this in the about page, or I'm going to write the about page article and then see what I can take from it to make into a press release. Right. Okay. Um, so the goal is to reach out to 10 people by the end of this promotion cycle. We have this week and next week for that. Okay. So I would say do a one for five DGA um, and break it down. And so part of that process is to release the, um, the gallery, but it doesn't, you don't have to wait to start looking for people and start writing the copy for reaching out to them. Okay. 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 Yeah. That, that works. Yeah. And I'm just trying to compare it to, you know, when I was launching Freedom After the Trauma Conference. And I think, you know, I was definitely reaching out to people before we had a website and I had like no response from people at the time. But when I had a website that was you know, I still didn't get many responses, but I got responses. Um, and you're gonna hopefully, you know, and I can help you with writing the copy and everything. Like if you want to write it up and then send it to me to see if I'm like good with it, you know, like, like um, I, use me as a resource if you want. But, you know, when I was doing the work, I was, it was a totally different type of organization that was trying to raise funds for it and everything and like get people connected with the mission. For you, you're not trying to convince people that your mission is good. You're actually reaching out to people who already will believe that it's good. They're just trying to figure out if you're a good fit for their, their work, right? So um, how much experience do you have with reaching out to organizations? Zero. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't like going to give you information that you already know. <laughs> um, so when you're reaching out to people, the, the biggest key is just to take a little bit of time to research who they are and what they do. Um, so that when you send them an email, it's very, um, you can tailor the very beginning of it to them and to say like, I'm really impressed by your website, da, da, da. And this is, this thing in particular stood out to me about like designing into your homes and making a better life for the occupant. And in the same way, I'm seeking to make better life for occupants by building these houses, right? And so connecting, like showing that basically you found that they already have content that matches up with the content you're looking to introduce them to. And you wanna find out, do these people want me to just send them a pre-written article or do they want me to, um, to pitch an article or to just introduce myself and ask, how can we collaborate? And you know what? As I'm thinking about this, I'm just going to, I'm going to send you two templates. Okay. More, they're more basic, like you, you flush them out, but basically just like for the ones who want to collaborate and for the ones who, so for the people who like don't have a, a way for you to just send an article in um, for like what that would look like. And then for the people who do just want you to send an article in. Um, and then... And the other thing too, is that statistically, you're gonna hear back from about three people. Okay. So don't be too disappointed if it's only three. Be excited when somebody reaches out, whether they, 
if they reach out and say, we're not interested, do a victory dance. If they reach out and say they're interested, do a victory dance. Like it's all wins because you took the step to reach out. Okay. It's funny because I, you know, for so much of my life being a writer, I've been on the submission side of things. And I think I've gotten like one thing published and I've sent out so many letters. Um, but looking back on it, I'm like, wow, I just wasn't ready. Like my work, when I look back and read it, it it's not my great, my best work, but it was important at the time that I actually took those steps to reach out. Right. But the other thing too, is that, um, now I'm on the receiving end. <laughs> now I'm actually getting people reaching out and saying, Hey, I've got this YouTube channel. I'd love to collaborate or, Hey, I saw what you're doing. Um, I'd love to connect on with you. And it's funny because I just, I haven't responded to like any of those emails and I feel a little bad about that. <laughs> um, just because like, you know, the people, but the people reach out, it's helped me to see what it is that, that the person on the other side sees, right? Um, I had one guy reach out and he was like, Hey, I have this YouTube channel. I think we could really help each other. But that was kind of all he said. And when I went to his YouTube channel, um, it didn't give me enough of an idea of what he does. Like I wasn't even positive he was Catholic. And that's just so my demographic that I wasn't sure that this was like a good fit. And um, I would have had to watch one of his videos to try and get an idea of what he did. And I just, I didn't have that time at the moment. So I just put it on hold. Cause I was like, I don't have time to respond to people who aren't just gonna kind of do half of the work for me, right? Um, you wanna give, you wanna make sure like as much the work is done on for, for them as possible before they reach out to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is, I think I had already mentioned it, um, but I have a friend who's, uh, she's releasing, she's part of a movement and they're releasing a magazine. And she actually asked my sister and myself to like collaborate with an article each or well with an article. Perfect. Um, so I've already written, I'm finishing like one of them, which I like overlapped with one of the homeworks that you had given me. And somehow like suddenly I, I like started writing another one. So I have two articles kind of on the same topic. All right. Um, so for that, make sure to write your bio, um, write your bio around what you're doing here. Mm -hmm. yeah. That way. And you know, that's totally your choice, but that can give you exposure without necessarily the article being about what you're doing, right? Yeah. But it's another way to get it in front of audiences. That's smart. Yeah, and if she wants an article just about what you're up to or, or something, and you can make it, the, th the thing is you can have fun with this too, right? Like some of it might be dry because you're just learning the skill, but as you get into it, like you're gonna figure out, I can write this on a theme. Like I can write about like, this one thing I learned in this journey. And so you're just incidentally talking about what we're doing and what you're wanting to do, but you're mainly talking about, you know, I learned this about myself with discipline. Or I learned this about myself with the creative process, or I really realized I love painting roses and sunsets and this is where I took it. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really not worried about you with, the, um, with being able to write about it because you're a good writer. So you'll be fine with that. Thank you, I really appreciate that. I've been taking a really long time to write anything down. So, so yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the one thing is like, it's taking action on it, right? Because, yeah. and not getting in your head that like, 
is this good enough? Is it, um, don't get in your head about that because you are a good writer. So, and the nice thing about a lot of this is that it's going to go in the, before the eyes of an editor, before it gets published. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I had, um, I had a friend who's on the inside. So she writes for young Catholic woman, which actually could be a good resource for you. Um, the young Catholic woman. And she, she was telling me, she's like, you know, she's like, I just, it really, and she's got this um, great Colombian accent, but uh, <laughs> which I cannot do. So I'm not going to attempt it. But she was saying, she's like, you know, when you write for some, for this magazine, like it's always going to go in front of a, a professional editor. And it really takes the pressure off for like, whether or not your article was good enough to get published because it's going to get spruced up and it really like switched the way that I saw editors because I always felt like you know it going in front of an editor was like a mark against me that like I didn't make it perfect enough right but for her she's like no like as writers we can just take the pressure off now we can just write and then somebody else gets to spruce it up for you because sometimes it's just you know you get so into writing that you forget a letter here and there or you know you forget a comma and that's okay. And also a lot of writers, you know, I'm, I'm an English teacher, so I tend to know all the rules a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm not an English teacher now, but I have been, I've been a private writing tutor. And so I know everything. Um, but most writers don't, most writers are actually just really natural storytellers who have actually no idea like what the Oxford comma is or oh, when they should use a semicolon. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Any questions to wrap up here? Uh, no, I think, I think this is, mm-hmm. I still, I think I'm still like have a doubt in terms of like what kind of people to find. Um, yes. Just so my sister and I, like, we're not, I'm going to say like branching out. Like we are more like kind of going deeper into what it is that we, that we want to do for the ministry for like the, like the umbrella. Um, and so right now it seems like the 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 house building like it's no longer the the center like the the goal oh. as much as all of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's like one of the branches of the ministry, not the main focus, which is exciting. Um, it is. But I mean, right right now like the premise is like it's it's about unity in four different like directions. Like the biggest summary is that it is there to combat the causes of original sin or the consequences. Yes. So what are the four branches? So um, unity within ourselves, unity mm-hmm. with others, unity with God, and unity with um, our, well, the planet, our earth. Wow. Okay. Um, because of Saint, uh, Pope Francis' um, encyclical about the earth, yeah. there may be organizations that have sprung up since he wrote that. Yeah, probably. That would be very specific to that. And then the other branches... Um, they're basically like you're probably going to want to go towards Christian and Catholic organizations Mm -hmm. um, that are already dedicating themselves to the idea of unity um, and to building community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you know about Ave Maria? Mm. The university in town in Florida? I think I might have heard of it. I might have researched it. Yeah. Okay. So I've been there a couple times. Um, I like discerned going there for college, and then years later, my uh, 
my friend got married there just last year. So I was, I was in town for that. It's a beautiful place. It's um, in the very center. So geographically it was laid out as like the very center of the whole place is the cathedral or I don't know what it's called. The oratory, I think is what they called it for a long time. Um, and so it's the church right in the very center. And then around it in literally in a circle, it's a circular road. There's um, all these shops and restaurants on the main floor and then above them are condos that people rent or live in and then the surrounding area outside of that is some of its campus and then a lot of it is residential homes and a couple other places there's like a gas station and another pub and like um, parks and stuff like that when I was there um so January Donovan lives there her family lives there oh, yeah and I was really hoping to see them and so I was um texting with Ryan and He's like, well, you could, um, he's like, right now we're at one of the fields with, from, um, for their sons. Uh, I think it was, um, I don't remember what type of game it was, but it was some kind of game. And he's like, you know, if you're able to make it to the field, we can, we'll all be here. And I was like, oh, I wish I could, but I had like 10 minutes before I was supposed to get dressed for the wedding. So <laughs> I didn't have time to get there. Um, but then I saw them the next day at mass, which was just amazing. But yeah, it was really cool to like realize like they don't have to, the, the field itself was pretty far. I think it was gonna be like a 20 minute walk for me, but like they just have a golf cart. That's how they get around the whole town is in a golf cart. Yeah, and their kids, they just ride their bikes everywhere. And there's all these other kids. So people who are Catholic moved to this town. That's like what it's for and when it, what it was initially built for. And so like, if the kids wanna hang out with their friends, they just ride their bikes downtown to see who's there. And then they know like all these kids and they just ride around. And that's like, that just doesn't really exist in America. Um, well, except it does because it's happening there. Right, yeah. Like, but you know, just in a regular town, like that's it, sometimes, but like not intentionally like that. And so it's just really cool to see that. And so um, I don't know if they have any kind of newsletter or something like that, but they're already interested in building community like that, right? Um, so there are people who are doing things like that. And then I would also look up potentially the Benedict option. Um, you know, you have to be just, I mean, you'll be discerning as you look through things, but the Benedict option. The Benedict option, okay. Yeah, so it's it started off as a book that um, sprung a lot of debate in the church, but basically it's um, it's a group of people, or it's it's it was the initial idea of removing yourself from the secular world and building intentional communities. Mm. So, um, some of it has branched out into like this idea of escapism, like escaping the world in order to live a Catholic life. But that wasn't the initial idea. The initial idea was actually just finding a way to live in the world but not be of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so they have a lot of stuff on community, and then. Um, they might, there might be some books around the idea of the Benedict option that would be like good people to connect with, like the authors of those books might be good people to connect with. Okay. And I don't know if I think of anything else, I'll let, I'll let you know, but basically just to give you like hope that there's a lot of people out there who yeah. are interested in building community and finding unity, right? Um, with the church, with housing, with people, um, and recognizing that a lot of what already exists isn't the most effective methods. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, WIA. WIA is another organization. World Youth Alliance. Well, yeah, I actually have a contact there. Um, but she, they, that was initially started by a young woman who was accidentally um, a member of like this youth summit that met for, um, it was, it was, they met to decide um, that children should have legal rights apart from their parents, that abortion should be legalized for all ages. There were like several other things that were trying to be passed in this summit. And she was the only one there, as far as she could tell, who disagreed with what was being brought forward. And so she stayed up like the whole next night and she printed out these flyers that laid out basic human rights and made a case for there being basic human rights. And when she got back there, she presents, she just, she spread these flyers all over the place. And basically a lot of people, there were a lot of adults there, um, who said, thank you, like, this is, we didn't think the youth wanted this. She's like, well, I do, <laughs> you know, yeah. I want basic human rights respected. That'd be um, nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, they, they asked her, like, can you stay? Can you stay and like be a representative for youth and fight for these, these principles? And I think that was about 12 years ago. So now they've been, they've grown and they're, they're located all throughout the world now. Um, so they're really awesome. They're um, yeah. And anyone else I think of, I'll send you, I know we're, we're way over time now. So, <laughs> all right. Um, let's close with prayer. In the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and kindle them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit and they shall be created and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Amen. This has been a production of The Flight House. For access to additional helpful content, become a member at buymeacoffee.com forward slash The Flight House. There you will find videos of Maria and my meetings. If you would like to hire me as a coach, you can email me at flighthousecreators at gmail.com.